What's up, y'all? Today I'm streaming Travis. Henry. What's good, man? Producer at Bolo. Yes, Lord, man. Been here for about, about five months. And uh, things been going well, man. Been great talk. Tell, it's actually quite funny how we met. If you think about it, we know each other for like, how long you know each other? Three weeks now? About three weeks, yeah. Feels like, feels longer, though. Man, you I feel me? That's what <laughs> people say about me. They say, well, you got that. You just got that it. <laughs> It feels it feels longer. Tell us a little bit, um, and we have Bodlo Studios. Tell us a little bit about uh, when you guys started. Bo- it's a produ- basically it's a product production studio, right? Yes, sir. Got a lot of uh, up and coming artists coming in here. Got a lot of talent in here. That's for sure. Tell us a little bit about um, how you guys started and kind of like how you guys set everything up and came together as a group. All right. So it started like. I'll say Bolo Studio started about six months ago. And um, the two owners, J.O. and Dre, they came together and they hatched the idea while they were smoking one day and said, <laughs> we want to build a studio. And right. it went just like that. So about a month or two in, that's when Trap the Superfly came through. I was invited by one of the engineers, Big Lou. And Big Lou, he I know him from three years ago. Um, from when he used to record my music, but he went to New York because he had a deal, mm-hmm. and um, he went to go pursue that. So when he came back, I didn't even know he even went anywhere, but I just hit him up one day, and um, was like, I want to work with you. Right. I work with you. Yeah. And then he, he was like, well, come to the house one day. Then he redirected me. He was like, well, come to Lakeland. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness, I got to drive to Lakeland. So first day in the studio, I was like, man, this is a very beautiful studio. Second day in there, I was like, Man, I want to be a part of this. And then they told me, they gave me the opportunity to make myself a part of it. So, um, myself thinking, I was like, man, how do I make myself more a part of this? Like, I don't want to just be here for nothing. Right. So that's when I came to the two owners with the plan to be the head of the production division. Right. So that's why this is actually a production studio because, you know, not me, 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 but I had ideas was like, hey, I think we should really capitalize mm-hmm. on boatload production. Right. And, and there's so much to tell. Like, I I don't know if, like, we got some listeners from Germany, but we also got some American listeners. It's like, uh, I don't know if people realize, but there's just so much talent in Florida. Like, yeah. uh, in terms of music, uh, rap, uh, production. It's I mean, I came here, uh, I lived here, like, five months. And, dude, like, just went through the roof, like... Uh, every second person I, I, I meet is basically a rapper and is also talented, you know? So the more I see that, it's it's just crazy. Like, like Florida is just like a, I don't know, like a state where a lot of creatives and like, especially for rap music come together. Come together. So Boatload is kind of like a, is a good place to have them. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, I wanted to talk to you, um, music in general, because like a lot of times, you know, the artists and the rappers themselves they get like uh kind of like the spotlight i want to say yeah. but a lot of people forget about the producers and how much uh so if we would talk about a song like how much work is actually coming from a producer mm. well i would say we're we're the spark mm-hmm. we're the ones who gets the artists to think like okay let's go in i want to i want to sing on this i want to be like Drake, or I wanna rap like Kanye. Or I wanna do right. this. We're the we're the um, first initial spark. Right. So 
what you get from us, you get our pain, our emotion, what we're feeling, mm-hmm. and um, we're pretty much the base that the house is being built on. Right. Innocent. And a lot of people don't get that. Like, I, it's coming a little bit more, like, I can definitely see that producers getting more, like, appreciation, and they're getting their name out of there. Metro Booming is one, like, great example. DJ mm-hmm. Khaled. Um, all these people, like, trying to market themselves a little bit more. And I feel like a lot of people just don't get it. Like, if you look at... I mean, look. I, I think like best example is like Gunna, is like it's kind of mumble rap and, and shit like that. Is it's not the deepest lyrics. Is like it doesn't sound like he's I don't know like writing for years and years on his uh, track, and it still sounds fire. Mm-hmm. But it's mainly because the producer is doing. So how would you say if you if you have an artist in the studio, how do you start off the work, and what's it what's it like to work with a rap artist? All right. How do you approach that? <laughs> I approach, I approach it in various amounts of ways. Like mm. It depends on the artist. If I have an artist that raps like Gunna, I'm going to already prepare something. Or what I'm going to do is I just play live because playing live is one of my favorite things to do. It shows that, okay, I really do have talent. Right, and right, right. Another thing I do to approach it is you just, just making people feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. From a production standpoint is... The reason I gel so well with a lot of people is because I get to know them first. Right. I get to actually be a friend. Yeah, you're good. You're a good people person. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I'm saying because at the end of the day, we can work, work, work all day. But then if I don't know your name or know what you come from or know your struggle, like, Mm. it's all going to ever be work. You can't call me if, you you know, your car break down or you're having troubles with your family and stuff like that. You know, I feel like to build a good artist, produce a relationship, you need to know. Your and then, artists. like, I mean, of course, the artist has, like, its expectations. Yes. Um, but the producer, producers also got their expectations, and they're not God just beings. being, like, uh, <laughs> exploited, you know, by the artist. So yeah. how, how do you, like, you often get, like, a lot of, like, I don't know, rappers that tell you kind of what to do to a point where you say, like, hold up, hold up, hold up. This is still, like, I'm still part of the project. This is, like, us doing it together, and it's not you telling me what to do. Yes. Okay, so with that being said, yes, like... As a producer, when you don't build that relationship and make it all about work, that's what it becomes. But when you build a relationship and a person takes you serious and you become actually a part of their formula, they can't do anything without you. Like my artist mm. Dex, for instance. Right. Every studio shout session, out to the boy. <laughs> shout out them. But every studio session he, he's ever had, I've been in. Mm-hmm. I've constructed his projects. We've constructed his projects together. Right. If I work with an artist, I'm really working with an artist. Mm. And what you said about an artist telling you what to do, well, that's the thing about it is artists have to understand that we're the architects of sound. Yeah. And with us being the architects of sound, you got to trust your producer. Yeah. Because you can go from sounding like everybody else to having your own sound because you got to understand mm-hmm. there's a such thing as a little baby type beat because little baby sat down and made his own sound. Mm-hmm. But he couldn't have done that without like, Without the producer. producer. Exactly. So they made their own sound. Yeah. Not everybody want that little baby sound. Yeah. Same thing with Kanye. Same thing with everybody. Mm. You're saying like, uh, you don't want to sound as everybody else, but do you feel like uh, in today's day and age, like people just go for, I don't know, kind of like the easy way out and just like follow what they hear on the radio or like follow what the... Um, um, like the greats are doing instead of like trying to find their own like what do you see like most people that come to the studio and like you're working with 
different artists like almost every day right mm -hmm. so it's like what is their expectations do you sometimes feel like most of the people like just trying to go for the hits or do you actually see sometimes all right this guy actually tries to do something uh different it might sound like kind of shit in the beginning but at least he's like like what what's your take on that on artists just trying to like ride a certain wave of uh yeah something that is trendy and shit like that my take is like man at the end of the day you have to understand the reason why a person is great is because they dare to be different. Mm, that's and true. And I feel like a lot of artists don't understand that they can be different. Wait, but hold up. Like, so, of course, the thing is, like, I get that aspect. And you yo, definitely see, like, okay, Kanye, he, like, revolution, Like, he just yo, created a new sound, you know? Yo. Travis Scott created a new sound. But then also you got like rappers that are getting the clicks and they're getting the fame from copying. So it's like, I can definitely see that temptation. Not everybody has that high standard, yes, you feel me? Yes, yes, And that is something that, that I see a lot. So you can't actually be successful without like, like without being different. And that's what I'm saying. And although I'm a unique producer, I would say I do have the beats where, okay, Okay, gonna crap on this. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, you gotta kinda make it easier for the rappers that come through yeah, the door sure. and they want that desired sound. Yeah. And they got that expectation, well, I want this type beat or I want a beat with good tar in and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Well, I give them the best of both worlds. I give them what I wanna give them and mm -hmm. I give them okay. Well, I can I can kinda compromise. Let's mm -hmm. let's use the good tar. Yeah. All right, let's I like that. Yeah. You like that? Let's go. So it kind of like, it's all about compromise at the end of the day. Yeah. And then, the, I mean, in the end, it's just like really what you want. Like, if you really want to change something, like you might be able to fail or like you're going to fail more, you know, before you like, it's, it's different with everything, you know, like, you remember that, that picture that I showed you like a week ago where, where I wasn't like really sure with the edit. Yeah. Because uh, like it was a sniper, sniper kid, that, that guy yeah. uh, I took up. And I wasn't really sure if I like want to do that edit. Because it's, like, not the, the typical stuff you see. But then, in the end, like, I went with it. And I was, like, kind of, like, a little brave. And actually, like, it's one of my favorite shots now. So, I feel like that's with every kind of, like, creative vibe. It's, like, you can... I don't know, man. You can just really uh, try and set yourself up for failure. And, yeah. But in the end, like, you're going to get... You're going to get... Um, I don't know. Something out of it. Something out. But, man, like... What's your favorite kind of music? We talked a little bit about, about the Florida vibe, and yeah. I know you, and I know you're a big music guy, and I know you know a lot of different genres or like styles. So, uh, tell us a little bit about how the Florida vibe is at the moment. All right, see the Florida vibe. I'm a specialist in the Florida vibe. Yeah, I, I know, you. I know that. <laughs> so like, the Florida vibe right now is. It's street, it's edgy, it's raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and that. it's like a lot of people, they can be street, edgy, and raw. But how they have on the news, they'll say, oh, that's Florida, man. <laughs> hey, it's a Florida, man, raw. It's a crazy, state. No, it's a crazy state, yeah. But it, it's it's us. Mm -hmm. It's the embodiment. You can't go to any other state and get what we have. Right. You know you know when somebody's from Florida. Mm -hmm. And the embodiment of Florida, like you, you work with various amounts of artists. That's mm, right. the embodiment of Florida. You can tell where they're from. You can yeah. tell what they represent. But our sound deprives from. It starts at the different cultures. Yeah, that's in Florida. Whether it be the Cubans, the Haitians, the Jamaicans. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. That's where it starts at. You know. Yeah, and you got a lot of, like different. Uh, I don't know, just different group of people in Florida because like. 
traveling and because of like natural diseases and like whatever you know like so as you said you got not only americans here you got like a different bunch of different cultures and as you told me as you educate myself man uh you can see that influence in the music so funny you know like so funny how different countries like approach music it's like i showed you some of the german rap it's like really different right like and like you americans make different music and stuff like that what do you what do you appreciate more about like what do you appreciate the most about like uh the florida maybe let's approach it that way what's your favorite thing about the florida rap scene and after that what's your least favorite thing about the florida rap scene that's kind the of history yeah the history your of favorite florida. yeah that's my favorite thing mm-hmm. about the florida rap scene the history of what we come from and what we are now and how what we come from influences what we do now mm-hmm. My least favorite thing is when the artists feel like they have to be like the other artists to get on. Right. They feel like they have to be like someone else. Like, because Florida is not Atlanta. Florida is not Detroit. Florida is Florida. Right. I hate when they don't practice individuality. I hate that. And you think you see that a lot? I don't see it as much as I did before. Mm. Because at the end of the day, before Florida became popping like we are, Atlanta was popping and everybody wanted to be like Atlanta. Yeah, true. But when we found our own identity, mm-hmm. that was that was one of the best things ever. Mm-hmm. And we've always kind of had our own identity, even from the start of everything. You know why um there's a parental advisory sticker? No, I don't. It's because of Florida. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's this group named Two Live Crew. Yeah. They actually went to the Supreme Court about it, and that's the reason why hip hop has the parental advisory sticker. Oh, that's Florida crazy. gifted hip hop yeah. with that. I mean, Florida is a mm-hmm. we talked about it, it's a crazy state, mm-hmm. but again, a lot of people like trying to make it with music, um, and of course, like it's a desirable job to be to be a rapper. But why do you think it's like still so popular for many people to like try that instead of like? I don't know, I'm going to college, I'm going to a regular job, like, they why, do, see, why do you think so many people have the desire to be a rapper? They see the fame, they see the, um, yeah, the glamour, sure. the glitz, but one thing I can pretty much say is, like, music is a form of expression. Um, in my community, I've seen lives get robbed because they don't know how to express themselves. Mm. They kill each other because they don't know how to say, I'm hurting inside. Mm. That's you see what crazy. I'm saying? Yeah. You, you, you harmed me because you don't know how to say it. Is that something where you feel like uh, people are, like, especially in, like, a rap culture where everybody wants to be, like, gangster, gangster, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody wants to flex, you know? Yeah. Nobody is, like, or very few people actually, like, talk about their, like, depressions and, like, really hard struggles, you know, in their songs. Like, do you think that's, that's also, also a part? Or I could just imagine that that might be a reason why people don't don't really want to like express themselves you know because they feel like because they can't be the man anymore if they talk about certain aspects you feel you feel that kind of way mm-hmm. i i really do feel that type of way and that's like i say they look for the glamour the glitz but really it's supposed to be a form of expression you know that's why a lot of people want to be a rapper that's why people feel like they need to rap because some of some people they don't go to therapy you know yeah yeah for sure and it's not easy, you know. Like. And you got to think about it like this. Well, the same way he talking about 
he shot this person or did this X, Y, Z, that's still him talking about it. Whether he talking about it to a therapist or to a song. Which it's is, like therapy which can, for a lot of people. Yeah, which can get you locked up, so you don't want to do that. But <laughs> same thing, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like a lot of people use it, I guess, as like a tool for therapy to like talk about shit. Because, I mean, we, like, we all kind of know like rap culture goes with certain like things you know it goes it mostly goes with drugs it goes with violence it's not like indie pop where it's just a bunch of like <laughs> happy people on the farm singing <laughs> to mm-hmm. i don't know like a, like a beat you know it has like a reputation of you know gangsters and and, and all that shit so yeah you see you see that a lot i guess yeah i could tell you one thing about it i done came in contact with many gangsters yeah and I'm not a, and I'm not a gangster. I'm not a thug. I'm not, I'm not like that. But it's all about a respect thing. Nobody's out to harm anybody for real, honestly. Yeah, but they act like it. You they know act like it. They act like it. They do, man. They, they really do. These guys, they really. Some of them. Some of them. I would say some of them. Some of them. Just go to tell, Atlanta. Yeah, some of them. Just tell them yeah. yeah, and then we go to Atlanta, and then <laughs> this is the real deal. <laughs> so you go. Anywhere in Florida is the real deal. Yeah, that's true. That's you be true. around the real deal a lot. I, just, I mean, yeah. but you see their hearts though. You feel me? Yeah, that's true. It's it's like funny because I I've been to the hood in Florida. We talked about that. Yeah, like I've been there, seen some stuff. I I haven't been in the game for too long, so I I don't think I can really say a lot about the. But I've been to the hood. Like I feel. Like, I, I definitely see my fair amount of things. And, like, again, man, like, you 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 approach that person and you might see him in a video, like, in a in a track talking shit and talking all the gangster shit. But then you see see him, you talk to him, and, like, he's actually a nice human being, you know? Like, so a lot of people mm-hmm. don't get that as well. It's not it's They not don't get that. that. If you feel like it's, like, a lot of frustration also coming from the rap community, is like, if you always have the same kind of topics, as you said, and you said, like, Kind of like the gangster rap is something that we're talking about at the moment. Obviously, that comes from a lot of frustration, right? Yes, it comes from a whole lot of frustration. Not feeling like feeling like shit, really. Mm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these guys, uh, they deal with PTSD, frustration, depression, everything, mm. everything, everything of a veteran in the in the army deal with. They deal with. Yeah, They've been yeah. shot at. Right. They everything that happened to them, and um sometimes it's also a persona thing. Mm. They gotta sell this persona. They feel. Yeah, that's true. We've you seen know? like, <laughs> I mean, we both know like <laughs> sons of police officers that talk the gangster shit. You know we what I'm know, saying? So it's know. like you know they we know some um you know they don't even come from that. They don't even come from that type of household, but they just do it. They feel like, and that's what you was talking about about being like somebody. Mm. And being an individual, you know what I'm saying? Being yourself, you know what I'm saying? Some people feel like it'll be a quick come up. Exactly, yeah. If I if I if I dye my hair yellow, right. if I wear all pink, if I talk about how I just shot this dude or just robbed this house or did this, knowing they ain't never did that, but it's an easy come up because they gonna pay attention to me. Right, and it's like uh, like pretty common themes. I don't know, man. I feel like it's. I like rap. Like it's, uh, it's, it's a favorite thing. Uh, it's like probably my favorite music and stuff like that. I, yeah. I mean, I'm in the studio a lot. I work with a lot of artists and stuff like that as well. 
So I do appreciate that. I don't really mind like so if you have a person in the studio that fakes everything, like fakes his persona. Is that something that you like get offended by or like that would like actually like affect you in your work? Okay. Or you like can you I mean of course you probably can, but how much can you actually realize if that person is like speaking from a soul or is just making something up? That's why I always say get to know people before yeah, you jump yeah. out on the ledge mm -hmm. to work with them or jump out on the ledge to be, like I say, I'm around superstars, essentially, yeah. all the time. And or before, potentially, too. You know, they that always too, could blow. Before yeah. I ever work with a DZ on the beat or anybody like that, I get to know their name. I get to know where they're from, get to know mm -hmm. what they're about. Now, if it's just an online sale, okay, I don't really know this guy. He just want to mm -hmm. purchase a beat from me. Okay, boom. But if you pulling up to the studio, mm -hmm. I got to know you right. for you. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, I got right. to know that you genuine and everything you and everything you do. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. How do you? Uh, so one one more thing, or like one thing that is I don't like just heavily discussed in with any kind of like creative work is of course like. The forms of payment how to get paid how you actually make a living mm. of your art and since like music or photography or rapping is such a like a popular field to be in you know because it looks cool people think it's cool I don't know a lot of people do it therefore it's a lot of competitors therefore um, that could really like it's a lot of people doing work for free and stuff like that how you like at what point where you like did you ever do like how did you when you came up with it maybe that's the most important thing because right now i know you're selling beats you're able to make a like make a living of your music and stuff like that how did you start like coming up with um that whole financial aspect when you started all right this guy wants my beat but i'm definitely not gonna do it for free have you been like kind of green in the beginning or did you do some mistakes i mean i've never been green but one thing about it is I knew my worth from the from the jump. Yeah, and um, that's important. When my worth, when I realized my true worth, because I knew my worth, but when I realized my true worth, mm -hmm. that's when. It's a funny story. When I was making beats for my artist Dex, mm -hmm. Dex, I don't charge Dex. That's my artist. I have to, you know what I'm saying. I don't have to, but right. it's my obligation to be like, okay, I'll make sure some good beats supply for them and everything like that, but. When, when everybody started coming up to me, oh, you make Dex beats. Yeah, yeah. We want your work. We want your work. Yeah. X, Y, Z. Um, I give you $20 for a beat. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. called the exposure dollars. Exposure kinda like dollars. That, that kind of concept that you work. And, I mean, I can, like, again, any kind of, like, creative field I can relate. Because it's yes. like, you, you got to definitely, you got Like, people don't understand, like, look, there's two sides. There's, on the one hand, you got people that just sell out their shit. Yeah. It's like, hey, I do this for free, I do this for free, I do this for free. If you don't watch out, you're the dude that does everything for free, and fuck it. You're never going to get paid of your work. Then people don't really value your shit. Yes. Rely. Uh, and then there's the other extrema where people comes like, hasn't even worked, has never done a beat. Like, has no exposure, no name at all. And is like, all right, I'm going to do a beat, but give me $60. And they'd be like, the fuck, who, who, who are, are you? you? Exactly, who are you to who charge you? me? Show me what you can first, and then we talk about. So I think, like, it's it's really a fine line, but it's, like, it's it's really hard to approach, man. Like, I, I, it's something I personally, like, get to learn more, you know, the financial aspect and stuff like that. And 
And you all, sometimes I like artists hitting you up and asking you for free stuff. It's like, what are you telling? There's no free stuff anymore. Or I don't know. See. Because that happens, man. One that thing about it is I kind of killed all that with joining up with Boatload because a lot of producers don't have representation. So right. they're more likely to get ran over because they don't have the accolades. They don't have mm-hmm. 15K, 30K, 100K followers. They're not Metro booming. Right. So... They're not going to take you seriously like Metro Boomin. Mm. But when you're taken seriously and you backed up by a team, it's hard for them to play with you. Yeah, 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 so, that's true. But when I was first starting out, though, I had to realize for myself that, you know, they can't go nowhere else and get my sound. Yeah, so they got to realize that they they can't go nowhere else and get my sound. When I linked up with Boatload, it gave me the name. Now they know the name Trap Superfly. Now they know, like, Mm-hmm. We can't just offer them nothing. You also have like credentials, like you can show what you did. But again, it's like you really got it. Like it's it's a thing of like trusting yourself and trusting your work, believing in yourself, betting on yourself. Yeah, exactly. And and if you have that, then it might be just like easier to, um, I don't know, like put your name out there and like be a little bit more confident about it. I don't know. It's really hard because I feel like a lot of people are, like just trying to get paid with their stuff but then they're working two jobs in order like to actually pay for it it's really hard man like especially with the pandemic going on and stuff like that even though real story nobody really gives a fuck about the pandemic in Florida <laughs> don't know about it, nobody really we out here sun up sun down thugging it like we do it is it's no problem to us a lot of people don't call it a lot of people gonna catch it <laughs> yeah but like also people gotta eat you feel me Yes, people have to eat, man. And Germany back home is, like, on hard lockdown right now. Like, hard lockdown. Nothing open. No concerts. Nothing, nothing, nothing. That's crazy. So, especially for, like, music artists, you know, like, there's a lot of music artists. They're like, okay, I understand. Like, we got to sell the elderly people. We do. But what about us? You know, like, dude, the whole creative scene is fucked at the moment, Germany. What's your take? I mean, it's a hard question, but, like, no, well, what do you think is, like, the, the right way to handle the pandemic at the moment is, like, who who you should sacrifice for, you know, like, it's not easy. Man. Well, I feel like, you know, it's unpopular opinion. Uh, But what we're doing right now, we need to really lock it down and let it pass, you know. Even though I'm not one of the ones who go- wears a mask everywhere and everything mm. like that, I really feel like we need to just lock in and lock down and let it pass. Because we can't keep going like this. Because the more we're out and the more we do stuff, we gonna keep catching it. Going, and it's gonna, it's just gonna be a, a big cycle. You know, stuff. You see, like, uh, I'm not, I'm not too worried about. I mean, I am worried about obviously, like me being a student. Like, if I get it, like me being a student athlete, our season can get like literally shut down if Yo. I get it and like spread it to my teammates and shit. Yo. But like also, also again, like I. If I look at Germany, it's like people they just can't work, and like I feel like that's like really frustrating. But it hit me hard. Bro. Yeah, it hit you hard with the pandemic. Yeah, man, bro, man, I lost my job during the pandemic. I was a soup tailor. I mm-hmm. still am. Now I got that job back, but yeah. Um, when pan when it first hit, we got kicked out. We we couldn't go to school. I was in school for electrician. Mm-hmm. We couldn't go to school. My job, they couldn't allow me to come in. It was like we. You know what I'm saying? Pandemic yeah. happened. We just can't. I'm at home. 
mm-hmm. depressed during that. I don't even deal with depression. I don't deal with none of that. Yeah. But just being home, just being confined and knowing you can't do nothing about it. Yeah, that's it hard. It weighs on a person, you know? Yeah, that's hard. A lot of people, like, feel it right now, I think, especially, like, right now when it's, like, when you're a couple. Like, the first, I remember the first week. The first week when they actually like I was the one that was talking shit about the virus like no way it's not gonna be that hard you know what I'm saying when you heard the first news back in January same I was like ah dude come on it's like a joke and it's gonna be over in two weeks and then it started to hit I was like dang I shouldn't have said that (laughs) I shouldn't have said that and then I remember like the beginning of the the lockdown it was like it wasn't too bad you know I went I went back to Germany I lived with my parents a little bit you know it was alright but the the longer it goes on and the long like the longer we suffer from it like the more it gets to me too you know like because we all want to get back to normal you know yeah so but i think people gotta accept that this is part of the new normal for right now yeah but like look in florida there's no new normal man like what because like (laughs) dude the people like there's literally a concert dude what's that rapper i think it's hot like hot boy just played hot Hot boy Boy played a huge concert what else the other like kind of like famous rapper at the moment like there's another rapper like really popping out of florida at the moment oh i don't know he's like i saw one instagram picture with wearing like the dior shirt i think dizzy was there at the concert oh shit. that's probably jack boy yeah 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 i think it was him i don't know if he was from florida but like he had Did a jack concert he is oh yeah. dang bro a lot of, that's what i'm saying like a lot of talent in florida but like um he was playing a concert you seen that on like his Instagram stories, like thousand people, like or a hundred, hundred people, like in like things, like all right, man, like this is, you know, I I get it, like I don't mind, like I wouldn't go, but like, it, like, I get it, it's all right, and for the music industry, pandemic was hard, right? Like a lot of musicians got got fucked, man. A lot of, a lot of, and boy, it's crazy, cause me, I produce for a lot of small artists and X Y Z like that, but. It's kind of, it's kind of, like, y'all better be happy that y'all didn't blow up around this time. Because mm, your dreams would have been just crushed right again right. due to the pandemic, but... That's, <laughs> that's really interesting. What do you say, like, you say you, you're doing a lot of smaller artists and stuff like that, and it's like, since there's so many, is what do you think is, like, one key thing for people to stand out? Like, what do you see? So, for example... Hot Boy is somebody that just blew over the last months. And, like, I listen to some of his music, and then I listen to some of the people that have, like, 2,000 followers or, like, 5,000 streams. And, like, sometimes I don't really get the difference. So, sometimes. what's, like, what's a big thing? You know, like, like you as an expert, like, what do you, can you, can you actually see? Is it, like, a star potential? Is it, like, what is it that actually distinguishes a great artist from, like, a up-and-coming or a team. Uh-huh. A team distinguishes them. That's interesting. Because, honestly, I got an artist right now I just started working with recently. Um, Dev. He he didn't have a team. Hmm. You feel me? So I'm like, I'm like, man, why don't you come over here and rock with my team? Within, within moments, he had beats, custom beats. He had people trying to push him. Hmm. Rather than him doing it all himself, yeah. you say this a lot. I I'm big on this. You say yeah. it a lot. I'm team, big on this. People don't work. understand it. People don't understand it. And I I did like a longer Instagram post about that. Too. Yeah, it's like where I said, where I said like, look, you like 
for me as a visual artist you know i do visuals for you my job is basically to make your album cover look good make your instagram look good make you look good you focus on the motherfucking music you know what i'm saying like you yeah. focus on the music but you can't like look i'm so big on that and like i think people need to hear that it's like you focus on your music you can't also focus on the marketing you can't focus on your beats you can't focus on your pictures you can't focus on your video but like people don't get that people think they can all buy themselves they can save money here they can save money there but that's why i'm like happy you brought it up man a team a team that's that's the most important mm -hmm. thing about it. the team is yeah. the difference between a lot of stuff not so of you not so as you having a label mm -hmm. just having a team yeah and often it's like i i mean that's what uh wavy told me wavy from greenland shout out to my boy uh, he told me is like, uh, and he has definitely more experience with labels because like he's definitely about to blow or like he's making the right moves. Uh, I would say so. He's definitely like talking with labels probably. Um, no, he is. He probably uh -huh. is. So um, he always tells me like, hey, so the labels they they want to know if you already have a team because they want to know uh, how much they have to invest in you, right? So if they see there's one one individual dude. He's doing the music, he's doing his beats, he's doing his pictures, then they're probably like, nah, fuck that. Because we got to give him a photographer, we got to give him a producer, yes. we got to give him a videographer. When, they, when the label sees the guy that already has everybody like around him, then they're like, all right, we're going to take you all and like you do your stuff, we're just going to put money in it. Now let me tell you something that makes some sense. That's why artists get 360 deals. <laughs> That's why they get terrible deals, because now... A label goes from, we want to work with you, to, oh, man, we got to babysit you. Mm. Now we got to make sure everything is right for you. Yeah. We got to buy your wardrobe. We got to take your pictures. We got to pay for your studio time. We got to do this. You can't do nothing by yourself. Mm -hmm. So, therefore, your deal, nah, we own all that since we had to invest so yeah, much into you. That's true. It's evil, but it makes sense. It makes sense, though. And, like, a lot, like, I, so you think, like, you know, like, labels, they don't have the best reputation, right? Because they, like, they're oftentimes, like, portray, portrayed as the people that take the artists and, like, use their talent to their own profit. But what you are saying is, like, something that I've never really, like, thought about, that they're actually, like, wait, that's their, like, return of investment because they're yes. investing so much in your, like, personal brand. They yes. got to get something out of it. Like, I understand yes. that, you know? And that's and that's what it is. It's, um... That's interesting. It's a label protecting protecting their own interests at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. It might yeah. seem like they screwing you over. And yeah, they might be screwing you over. Yeah. But you got to think. If they put a million dollars into you, yeah. you think they going to be happy if they get 50000 back? <laughs> Come on. Nah. Nah. It's business. Like, it's business. It's business. People don't understand it. And like, especially with so many people like... Doing it, and with so many people being tell look, that's here's the thing. I'm not trying to like trash talk about the German rappers in here. I don't really want to, but you German, but, it's coming from you. But it's <laughs> it coming from me. me. <laughs> yeah, because you like I don't know how much you can relate, but like I can relate. And in Germany, it's like a lot of people trying to rap, a lot of people rapping. But there's the big but. Is like the thing is, it's not that much talent. You feel me? Like, and here is like. It's like everybody with 200 followers, 200 streams is almost good, man. Like, yeah, you, it, it is what it is, bro. I see, I, I see artists every day not getting any attention and being, like, amazing. 
and like back home is I don't know back home is like the difference back home is like they understand the marketing aspect better yes you feel me like they really understand how to present themselves and here people don't really understand they don't unless they're like sponsors what you gotta think about it another thing about the labels okay let's say you're a record label right mm-hmm. okay you you put the millions of dollars into the artists right mm-hmm. they got drug problems mm-hmm. they taking Zans they taking Perk take, they own the lean they own everything right and you because you invest a million dollars in them you expect them to be in the studio working Right. You expect them. You employ them. Like you expect them yeah. to be taking their pictures, working on their image. Right. Going to the radio station, but they always late. They always just the X Y Z. So you trying to tell me you would protect your interests? Yeah. With a deal that's in your favor. See. So you'd say like a lot of people like don't really take advantage of it. It's also it comes with it. Like I feel like you get that late, la- like you get that label deal, like that record deal. You get first of all, you get lazy. Second of all, you think you're the man, like you think you're the shit because you got it. But I, I feel like you can dr- get drugged like that. No, you can. You can. Yeah. Or you could be put in a deal where yeah. everything you drop, they own the stu- the label owns. That's tough. You could be put in a, a a deal that's like. That's also tough though. I'm like that. That's also like I feel like it's kind of screwed because like on the one hand I do get the point from like as we were just talking about the last ten minutes I get that like I get yes. the label wants to like protect their shit, yeah. but I also would feel like horrible for a person that is in a contract where they can't get out where they gotta produce every like where you gotta put an album every year where you gotta make your fans happy and like, bro I don't know like the best artists that I know myself. Or the the artists I like the most are the ones that rarely put out music. You feel me? Like they put out an album where they put in a lot of work, and then they're like a little quiet for the next two years, maybe. Yeah. You know, like J Cole, he hasn't really shit in like forever. Also, like Shindy is a really good German artist. Like he releases an album, he's quiet. He doesn't even post a fucking Instagram story for two fucking years. Yeah. You know, and then he comes in with another fire album. And, like, I get excited. While, on the other hand, when, like, artists uh, put out songs every week, that kind of, like, gets on my nerves. They flood the market. I get that, like, it's kind of like a, like, a, like a thing to do if you want to, like, become popular. But once you're popular, like, I feel like, personally, like, you should be a little bit more, like, watch the quality before you put something out. And then, like, eventually wait a little bit and then, you know, release something again. But it's hard. I feel the same, too. But it's a double-sided, double-sided coin. Because on one hand, you like, well, I want to, I want to show my fans that I'm consistent, that I'm constantly gonna drop. Mm-hmm. There's also pressure, no? There's a lot so? of pressure. Yeah, you release like one good album, the the society views you as bro. That happened to Chance the Rapper. Look, Chance. Yo. Well, look what Chance the Rapper is at now. Nobody <laughs> wants to listen to Chance the Rapper anymore. Nobody. Yup. Chance it was so rapper, good. Chance the Rapper got <laughs> clothing deals with Polo and Mountain Cool and he ain't rapping no more like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. He's basically like, I mean, I, you can't tell me his music is good at the moment. You can't. Man, it's, it's I'm ass. Florida boy. I'm Florida boy. I don't even listen to Chance like that, but shout out to Chance. Shout out to Chance. <laughs> but like, he was fire. Like, he was Yo. really good. And then he just couldn't keep up with the, with the reputation that he had. You know, mm-hmm. like, he's now he's just like slacking. But then there's also great artists like one of my favorite examples is The Weeknd, not necessarily a rapper. And like you don't necessarily need to like The Weeknd, but 
you just can't deny that he's just like putting pre- like putting hits out there, like doing quality music every time he releases something. You feel me? Yeah. And I don't know. It's it's just hard, you know, like having that like a certain reputation and come up with something. But yeah, bro. That's the thing, cause when people expect one thing out of you, but you're creative and you got other things in you. Mm. See me. I can produce the Florida trap beats all day. But at the end of the day, I grew up listening to church music, mm-hmm. the gospel, mm-hmm. the jazz, the phone. <laughs> My roots are not That's in rap. Like, I yeah. didn't grow up listening to that. My mom was a Christian woman. We only listened to old school R&B mm-hmm. and church music. When did it like hit you with the rap music? It hit me. When I wanted to be a rapper. <laughs> oh, yeah? You try that? Yeah. I wanted to be a rapper at, like, around 10 years old. That's when I started producing. Um, I picked up the drums, playing the drums in church. All this happened around the same time. I picked up the drums in the church. And, um... Uh, it's funny. Because I went to... I talked to my dad. I told my dad I wanted to be a rapper. Mm. And I rapped for him. He was like, son, you might as well hang that up. Yeah. Play football or something. Yeah. Rapping ain't for you. And because you, like, didn't have the... And then you became a producer. It's like... It's because it's, like... It's not the... It's not, like, the first career choice to become a producer, isn't it? Like, do you see that sometimes? No. It's, like, 10-year-old, like, kids that, like, yeah, I want to be a producer. Nope. You don't see no, that No, you don't often, see right? that. You see the rap because you never... A lot of people, they never think of the producer. When you see... Yeah, that's... When you see the tight beats... It's a NBA young boy type beat or Roddy Rich type beat. Yeah, it's so never the producer who actually made the beat. Why are you giving the artist all that's that credit? That's so funny. Because they picked the beat. Yeah. So so now that's a gunner type beat. That's so funny, man. Yeah, but you know it's true. But that, we were talking about that. Like, yeah. producers, they don't get the credits they deserve. Real yeah. love. That's why we got you here. That's what I'm saying. And the, the, like I say, the reason I'm a producer is because it's like, I know I want to be famous, but I ain't know. I, and I know I want to be in the music field, but it's like, at the end of the day, I'm the type of person to, well. But I get it. Like, it's also nice to, like, yeah. oversee something. It's nice and, to like, sit back. And, and sit back yeah. and, like, realize, wait, my face isn't on that cover. You know, there's some benefits to not being in the spotlight all the time, too. Cause, it's like, 100, bro. All right, you want to go and get, like, see. A lot of people don't don't know how Metro looks like, but everybody knows how Twenty One looks like. You feel me? Let me ask you, you know? a question. Would you rather be a billionaire, millionaire? Yeah, I I would rather be I would rather be rich and unknown than rich and known. My God, see, cause bro, I don't want to go to a Starbucks and sign five hundred. Like, look. There's there's two levels. I actually talk with other guests about that. It's funny they bring that up. Because, like, I don't want to be famous, famous. Like, the Michael Jackson kind of famous. Where you can't leave your fucking house. You can't. Like, I don't want to be that Justin Bieber type famous. I want to be that... Uh, yeah, I want to be that where people know me. And I take some pictures. That, like, I sign some autographs. But I don't want to be that, like... Uh, hell yeah, you're like... You leave the house and then you got 500 paparazzis like hitting the flash yeah. on you and shit like that. I don't want to be that kind of guy. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to adjust that. Like even even now, if I sign a deal for a million dollars to get a hundred thousand, however it may be, first thing I'm doing, 
Getting a nice house, probably mm. one flow, a don't Chevy. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm from Florida. <laughs> and that's it. Like I'm not just going to switch to, I'm just not going to yeah, switch to wearing all Dior and all Gucci and everything. That's it's not tempting, how I grew though. It's tempting. Don't you think so? You were? They, well, I, said, right. I would say it's tempting it's to tempting. what people like today. Because, you know, the girls. Mm. Guys only do stuff for girls, really. That's the reason why. That's the reason why they jeans so tight. That's the God, reason. They you heard it. You heard it. Yellow, that. blue, green. Hell, it's y'all reason. If y'all feel like the dudes looking gay today, it's, it's the girls' reason. Cause some some girls somewhere thought that was cute. Some girls somewhere thought that was cute. So you know, I love this for that shit. We all do it for the females. So, yeah, it's tempting because that's what the females like in the day. Yeah. They liking the superstar looking dude, but mm. that ain't that ain't my stilo right there. Yeah. A lot of people also, like, rap. A lot of people always say, like, rap has become, like, really materialistic. Because, like, bro, honestly, the themes, like, <laughs> the themes are pretty similar, aren't they? But let me Sometimes. tell you something, though. Yeah. In a, in a way, in a sense, rap always been like that. Even um, if you look when rap first started, when they had big... Gold chains, gold rings, gold is gold that, gold everything. Right. That really starts from black people. Because in Africa, back in the day, we were kings. It's in our heritage. It's, in, it's, in, it's us. We kings. Right. So why not look kingly yeah. when we rapping and everything like that? Yeah. So that's why. Also, like, the, I had that conversation with, like, a teammate of mine where he said, like, I like rap, but I only like rap with the message. that Like, the Mac Miller type of shit, you know, where, like, the, the life lessons type of rap. Yeah. And then I kind of, like, told him, like, look, like, when people are cussing in their songs, when they talk about violence and guns, like, that could be a message, too. That is like, a message. people from the hood and stuff like that, where they're, like, really talking about their struggles or like just being aggressive and stuff like that that's a message you know like it is. It, it is you know so and he was like yeah i never thought about that that way but but it's it's also powerful you know when people they came from it nothing and like made it to the top and like got themselves out of there like that's a message that's a message that's everything yeah you know but they don't look at it they look at how it's presented who it's coming from Mm. But you know what? A poor man could tell you that. A, a bomb on the street could tell you, hey, Teddy, hey, Travis, you just won a million dollars. Would you believe him? Or, or do, it, do it have to be somebody in a suit? Right. With nice shoes, yeah, with a nice yeah. car to tell you that, oh, you won a million dollars. Yeah, that's true. That's really wise, actually. Because like, it is a way of how they present it. It is. It really is. But I don't know. It's 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 really different. I hope that like a lot of people that are listening to this maybe like get a perspective of how. Cause dude, honestly, like rap here is super different. Like it's more authentic too. You know, like people can actually talk about stuff. But man, it was good talking to you. I'll talk. We, we had a great talk, man. Uh, appreciate you coming on the show. Um, and yeah, I mean, we keep working together and. Uh, Shout out to Boatload Studio. I'll talk. Yes, nice. Shout out to the team. Yes, sir. Make sure you check out uh, Travis. Trap Superfly, that's your Instagram? Trap Superfly. Trap Superfly. Check him out. <laughs> check him out on Instagram. And I don't know, if you like the show, if you like the, the episode, 
Tell them to have me I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what you're gonna do if you like the episode, but just let me know in some shape or form. And then, yeah, see you guys later. Thanks for tuning in.